want to hand over just in a moment to Graham. Just going to uh, um, we're going to obviously do this the, the eldership bit um, <laughs> in a second. Just to say what what a privilege it is to to be here. Um, Twenty twelve, we turned up in Chester. Um, no idea what we were doing. Um, still don't have any, still don't don't really know what we're doing, but. Um, <laughs> We're still here, I suppose, and that's about it, really. Um, and uh, when we first planted, God spoke to us, and he said, we to be a church that is to see lives transformed by the gospel and then to plant churches. And that's what God, we felt God prophetically spoke to us. And, um, and it's great to have folks from crew with us today. I know some couldn't make it because of other things going on in there. And it's great to have folks from North Wales um, in Deeside. And again, others can't make it because they've got a meeting on there. And God is doing something. And we're just thankful. Thankful we can be part of that. So we just want to give him the glory and the honor. Graham, over to you. Brilliant. So great to be here. It's so, uh, you may think it's all raw, but it isn't. It's all part of Jesus' mission. It's amazing what you're doing. Uh, and just as I was about to get up, I, I suddenly remembered God spoke to us or spoke to me first. Uh, we'd been in Manchester, believing God for 20 churches around the greater Manchester area. And we'd been there seven years. Our children were born there, married a Mancunian. So, uh, woo, woo. Uh, but uh, we, every week we prayed in Manchester, although we felt we would plant around Greater Manchester, give us Liverpool, Leeds, and Chester. We prayed it all the time. Every night of prayer, we'd pray for those three cities. But we focused on... Greater Manchester. So after seven years, uh, I turned 40 and I said to the Lord, I want to give you a 40 day fast. Didn't, didn't make it. Uh, I got 17 days in, great failure. So uh, uh, I, I'm, I was thankful I got to 17 days. But um, on day five, I woke up and all I could think about was Liverpool. I'd never been to Liverpool. I'd been invited to speak at one of the CUs and said, no, God's called me to be in Manchester. We're about a great work here. And uh, for day five of this fast, Liverpool. I go home after being uh, with uh, various leaders in Manchester. Probably Rob was there. Uh, and uh, I said to Charlotte, I think we're going to Liverpool. And... Uh, she burst into tears. Uh, Manchester, Liverpool, it's, a, it's, it's an issue. So, uh, so, and then eventually, weeks, months later, we actually get sent, hands laid on us to go. Uh, and um, Charlotte kept saying uh, before the, the meeting with Dave Holden, if we're going to go, I want to go to Chester. She didn't want to go to Liverpool. She kept saying, I want to go to Chester. But we're all about, yeah, Chester's great. Uh, and we can visit Chester with our bus passes now. So that's a good thing. Uh, free. Uh, all the way from the wonderful city of Liverpool. But we are not about our own ideas. This is God's mission, the church. He wants 
groups of his people called the local church all over the earth. And so it might feel like, what are we actually doing? Uh, there's life here. That's the thing. And it's life of the mission of Jesus. And this is another step. When Paul planted churches, he went and got the lost and saw a few saved and then a few more and a few more. And then they tended to leave the synagogue. So they were Jews, first of all. He'd preached to the Gentiles as well. And they'd start a church in each city that he'd go to. Then he'd go on on his journey because he was very much a traveling itinerant. But then on the next journey, he'd come back, he'd appoint elders. So this is Jesus' plan. This is another stage. You might think it's been a long time, but it says, don't lay hands quickly on elders. Uh, these won't be the only elders that are appointed because it's very fluid when life's like this and you're talking North Wales and Crewe and Chester uh, and there'll be another place before you know it. And it's just a wonderful privilege to be in the hands of Jesus who knows what he's doing, even when I think it's a humble thing to say uh, that we don't always know what we're doing as leaders, but that's okay. Jesus knows exactly what he's doing. So today what we're going to do, we believe in appointing a plurality of elders, so more than one. Uh, so Keith and Rachel came here, planted the church, and in many ways led the whole thing, but then more and more gathered some of you to be there, sort of the people they really lean on. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're going to actually lay hands on four men, but this isn't about four men. This is about a church rising up and probably many churches rising up. And it's going to be very fluid and probably a little bit messy. But where there's life, there's always a bit of mess. And God wants us to put some order to that all the time. So I believe there'll be many more elders coming. I believe there'll be many more people getting saved amongst you as well. As we were driving over, all I saw was, uh, and I see this quite a lot, I just saw fireworks. I was driving. It wasn't real fireworks. So, so I, I was actually following Rob and having to break the speed limit to get, keep up with him, and, uh, which, which is fine. Uh, but but I, saw, I saw fireworks going off in, the, in my mind's eye, and then I saw a sharp sword just chop, chop, chop. And, and I thought, what does that mean, Lord? And then I thought, of course, it's the celebration of the lost being saved. It's the gospel sharp edge cutting through. That's going to be your mission in North Wales and Crewe and Nantwich and Chester and wherever else God gives you. Uh, so I'd love to invite uh, Jeremy and Anne, Rob and Helen, Charlotte, uh, my wife, uh, up here. We're going to uh, ask the four men to come forward first going to pray, lay hands on them, and then we want to get their wives, maybe family if you've got small children as well. Uh, so can Keith, Kumbalani, Dave and Andy come forward and then families get ready, you're going to join. After we've laid hands on them, we're going to prophesy and pray over them. Uh, so that's the plan. Uh, Thank you. 
I, I think you face the camera, don't you? It's on Zoom, isn't it? So, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. I said, we very much believe that eldership are a few anointed men, but we also believe leadership is godly men, godly women with all kinds of different gifts, and the church is living stones built together. So we're going to start. In the name of Jesus, we appoint you. Keith, Dave, Kumbalani, Andy, we appoint you as elders over God's church. In the name of Jesus, we speak blessing over you, the favor of God over you, the spirit of God coming upon you, a new anointing. You've already been anointed, but a new anointing of eldership come upon you now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, just as uh, uh, Jesus says in Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me and uh, speaks this. Uh, so, Lord Jesus, Lord, we receive that anointing for these guys, Lord. I thank you, uh, Lord Jesus, that, that you give gifts to men. You equip people. Uh, Lord, it's not about us being great. It's about who you are, Lord God. We're the clay jars, but I thank you, God. You fill us with your treasure. And so, Lord, I, I, I pray, Jesus, would you fill these guys again, Lord God. Fill them again with you, Lord God, with your life, Lord. Would you anoint them again, Lord God? It's not like they've not had any anointing. Would you soak them again, Lord? Would you fill them to overflowing, Lord? Would you give them faith, Lord Jesus, that all the things that you've put in them would increase and increase and overflow into their families, uh, into their workplaces, to wherever they go. Uh, oh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we pray uh, confidence in you, Lord God, confidence in you and expectation of what you will do, Lord God. Amen. Amen. It's uh, just such a privilege to uh, stand with you and to be with you and uh, to honour what God has done. This is foundational. God is building his church. And it's like the first phase is now completed. It's like the foundation is in properly. And it's like there's a signing off on the certificate of building. It's like the foundation is in. Elders are in. There's a security of leadership that is in. But God is saying, it's not about the foundation. It's about the building. And there's going to be a big building. As we walked in, uh, we were amazed how many buildings have gone up in this area. Last time we were here, that was a car park over the road. Now it's a building. But nobody's interested in the foundation. They're interested in the building. And God would say there are thousands of lives that are going to be built into this and built on this. The foundation's important, but it's actually about the lives that are going to be built into this. The young people, the children, the retired people, the single people, the broken, the abused, the misfits, the homeless, the poor, the needy. 
the wealthy. They're going to come and they're going to be built into this foundation. Now, Keith, I just want to prophesy over you. Rachel, can you just come up as well? Just want to prophesy over you both, if that's possible. I really feel that there is a new, as I was praying this morning, I felt God woke me up and to say there's a new fruitfulness on you too. And it's like you've brought, I mean, you've brought up a beautiful daughter, Rosie, and uh, she's a great delight to you. And uh, those of us who know Rosie, uh, she's a delight and uh, you've done well with Rosie. And, but God wants to say, look, these are your sons and your daughters and what I feel is a real sense of reproduction for you. Now, don't worry. It doesn't mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything other than that. But there's a real sense of reproduction in the spirit that God says, I'm going to cause you two to raise up many sons and daughters. And I saw this picture of, of like Cheshire and North Wales and actually over into the Northwest. And it's like this multiplying family of God. And it is family. It's not corporate. It's not, you know, setting up another optician shop. It's, it's, it's not business. It's like family reproduction. And I saw it like a strawberry plant going from one town to another town, to one village to another village. Doesn't, it's not high. It's not like it's a massive tree. It's like going on the ground and there's another plant and another plant and another plant and another plant. And I feel God would say today, I'm raising faith for planting right across this region. I'm raising faith and reproduction in you too and in this eldership and in this church, Freedom Church Chester, to see churches planted all over North Wales, all over Cheshire, all over, even right into the Northwest. God says reproduction Churches being planted, fruitfulness and fertility. God is prophesying that over you. You'll see many sons and daughters raised. Yeah, I had a similar sort of sense, really. I, I saw it slightly differently, but it's complementary. I, I felt like I saw um, uh, fires, actually, fires. I, I saw a... Um, a lot of fire in this place, <laughs> but also I saw fires going out, fire, different fires being planted around. Uh, and I, I feel like I felt really something in there's something in worship over this church. I felt like worship was going to be fanning that fire, fanning the fire, fanning the fire. So uh, there's a new season of anointing, and that's for everyone in this church. Don't be passive, guys, out there, because God wants to light a fire in you, a fire in you. Uh, we're, we're, we're focusing on these guys, but God wants to light a fire in you because God's going to take you to places and you're going to set others alight. So be ready, be ready. Lord, we just pray for that. We say more of you, more of your presence in this place. Come and burn here, burn here. Lord, I pray you'd, you'd raise up the worshippers, Lord God. I, I pray that there would be an army of worshippers in this house, Lord God. And God, we pray for those fi the fire to spread, to spread out for many, many fires to be lit around this region, into Wales, Lord God, the land of revival fire. Lord God, come, come, Lord, come, Lord. 
I spoke to Laura this morning and I said, how are you feeling, Laura? And she said, well, nothing changes and yet everything changes. And I believe, Laura, that that was prophetic, what you said, because this morning nothing does change and yet everything changes and that can only happen in the kingdom So I want to thank you, Lord God, that you have brought these people to a place where they know that they are in you. They know that their identity is in you and that that's priority and that that's what matters. Lord, I want to thank you that they are prepared to take risks and step out for you. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, that they're prepared to stand up front here today and say, this is what I'm doing. I'm nailing my colors to the mast for the kingdom. Father God, only in the kingdom can this happen. I want to speak prophetically over all of you. I want to say that today... Nothing changes in what you do. Nothing changes. And yet everything changes because you are anointed by the king. You are anointed. You are all of you children of the living God. Every one of you. And with that position, there is grace, there is mercy, and there is power The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. It is in all of us. It is in every one of us who follows Jesus. So I want to urge you to use that power with grace, humility, and mercy. And I want to urge you above anything else to love God, love the Lord, and he will guide your footsteps So today, nothing changes, but everything changes. Thank you, Lord. As we sang the first song this morning, the harmonies in here were just amazing. Whether it's because we're near the valleys, I don't know, but it was absolutely beautiful and harmonies thrill my heart. But I felt harmony was quite a key word we have a four-part harmony here we have four-part harmonies in this room maybe even more if some of you are amazing singers and I just felt God would say to you four elders that you have all got different notes to sing but as a team that there is harmony and you're not all singing the same note That God doesn't want that. God doesn't want a team that just agrees with each other and is yes men. God wants a harmonious team to work together, to worship together, to seek after the Lord. Thank you, Lord. As we've been praying, I felt God say, I'm not just going to give you the lost. I'm going to give you groups of people whole groups of people. I want to pray for that, Father. Uh, Just like there were often whole households were baptized. Lord, we want to see whole groups of people coming in, uh, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the diversity. Uh, Lord, I pray, Lord, that we'll see diversity in the church through different groups represented all around Chester, North Wales, crew and beyond. Lord, I ask, give us Groups of the lost in Jesus' name. Amen.
what happens here today is not merely significant for you. It's not significant alone for your families, but it is significant in the kingdom of God and significant for this city. Because you're not just called to be elders in this sense, in a local sense. You're called to exercise your eldership and your government beyond your boundaries. And particularly, Keith, you're not called to raise sons. You're called to raise fathers. Don't raise sons and push the immature out into service. You're called to raise fathers. That's what to be reproductive means. You're a father. Don't just raise sons, says the Lord. When God has always looked for people to carry government, he hasn't looked for gift. So often, the many many's called have looked back in God and saying, what, me? Whether it's Gideon or anybody, and, and the church makes a mistake when it sees gift as the qualification for government. And gift is the foundation of ministry, but character is the foundation of government. And therefore, when God looked for people to lead his people, he chose shepherds. Even those who weren't naturally shepherds, he arranged for Moses to have a 40-year course in it. He arranged for Abraham to be a shepherd. He arranged for King David to be a shepherd. And as a charge, I just want to read something from Acts uh, 20, verse 28. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. This day, God is entrusting you with that which is most precious to him. And he knows what he's doing in choosing you. Amen. I just want to encourage all you children who've come up here as well. And we'll say, you know, you are so special in God's sight. And uh, I want, for the Lord wants to encourage you to be proud of your mum and dads, but also to know that you're who you are. <laughs> that, that you're not just known because you're somebody's son or somebody's daughter. That, that Jesus loves you and chooses you just for who you are. And uh, you, can, you can know and love Jesus just as much as, as any, any ad, other adult. And I do encourage you, church, please really be praying for families. Uh, be praying for protection, but be praying for wonderful fruitfulness. You know, there's, there's always pressures of family life. Uh, and we, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you'd help these families just to, uh, to, to be really strong, to help each other, Lord, to look out for each other, to notice if somebody's feeling a bit down or feeling a bit isolated or something like that, Lord. I, I pray each one of these, uh, these homes, Lord, will be like, like, like greenhouses where things just really grow and are really fruitful. In Jesus' name, amen.